Hello, welcome to this episode of Youth Issues Explained. I hope you enjoy it. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Hello, welcome to this episode of Youth Issues Explained. I hope you enjoy it. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Youth Issues Explained. My name is Dern and today's topic is Voted 16. And today's episode is a special one. We have two guests on the show today. Ashling Maloney and Leo Galvin. We'll be hearing from them a little later on. Let's get into it. So you may be wondering what is Voted 16? Well it's a simple concept which is the aim of lowering the voting age to 16 for local, national, presidential and European elections as well as for referendums to edit the constitution. Voted 16 has the backing of many TDs such as Thomas Pringle who represents Donegal. His bill on lowering the voting age to 16 was read for a second time in the Dáil recently and will be read again in 2023. So let's start by looking at some reasons that 16 year olds should be given the right to vote. I think personally that if 16 and 17 year olds can work full time jobs, leave school, pay taxes, much the same as an adult can, then they should be able to be, they should be given the same right to vote as adults have. And allowing 16 year olds to vote increases political participation. When people reach 18, life gets really busy, they tend to move out of home, start university and further education, they sometimes pick up full time jobs. They often won't have as much time to think about voting and it can get moved to the bottom of the personal agenda, especially when you think that voting in a referendum or an election doesn't happen all that often. There's elections every couple of years and referendums are even less frequent than that. Um, Starting voting at 16 can mean that by the time the person has reached 18, they've probably had experience with voting, meaning they're more likely to vote as they get older. The Irish population of young people is twice in the EU actually, and had 16, 17 year olds been allowed to vote at the 2019 local elections, an additional 126,000 young people would have had the chance to vote and I know if I was given that chance I definitely would have voted. Any young person listening to this show would have had CSB class in school and the class is politics in its name. I think that if the CSB curriculum ensures that it will provide proper education to 16 year olds to show them how voting works, how to choose candidates to vote for and education on what the different political parties stand for then why shouldn't we have a referendum on the voting age, you know? In the past, referendums have been held and not passed by the public, but a referendum about the voting age, even if not passed, can help spread awareness of the importance of 16 and 17 year olds being allowed to vote. And even in the Citizens Assembly in 2018, 80% of people attending that voted for 16 year olds to have the right to vote so that's an overwhelming majority and for 16 year olds to be allowed to vote in local and european elections it doesn't even require a change to the constitution it requires a change to the electoral reform act which can be done with inside the government so it doesn't even have to be approved by the public it's that easy and my opinion here is that I guess with topics like this we aren't really campaigning for ourselves. It's pretty unlikely that people like me will ever get to vote at 16. By the time the right is, the right is given to vote at 16, the people who will avail of that are probably a lot younger. We're campaigning for our younger siblings, cousins and maybe even our future children. 
I like to think that the politicians of tomorrow are the campaigners of today. But let's get into something a little more fun now. It's time for a fun fact. So today's fun fact is that humans are the only animals who enjoy spicy foods. That's quite mad, I think, anyway, that even animals that are so closely related to humans, such as, you know, monkeys and apes don't like spicy food. I love spicy food, so yeah. But anyways, recently I got to a chat with Ashley Maloney and she's been involved with the National Youth Council of Ireland when lowering the voting age to 16 was being debated in the Dáil of Janet and she's been present at debates for that. So big thanks to her for agreeing to talk to me about this amazing topic. Okay, it's working. Uh, okay, so I guess we'll just start with the first question. So, um, how did you find out about like the whole vote with six, vote at sixteen movement? Um, so the vote at sixteen movement has been going since like I think it was two thousand nine when it actually started up. Um, but I was involved with MYCI through different um, little programs that they were doing. Um, they send out these weekly emails and stuff to keep young people involved. And so well, I suppose just one week. Um, it was probably the start of June then they sent out an email saying that like the whole vote with 16 thing was coming up um, they asked us to email our TDs and like get their support for the bill that was coming in um, and so I did that and then after being more in contact with NYCI they invited me to attend the doll debate that week so I went down then and obviously there was um, other young people there people from the ISSU and so we watched the doll debate and then we were all talking afterwards um, and so yeah we just kind of kept going then from there um we got like i got more involved in it from that point on when it was being debated again and i kind of kept um in contact with my tds and stuff like please vote for this and stuff like that so yeah that's kind of how i got involved that's really cool thanks um so what did you do to kind of get involved with the campaign other than talking to your tds did you do a social media campaign or was there anything else um, I sort of got involved at the like the kind of later stages of it. Um, I know that when they started the campaign, um, kind of um, like in the run up to this, like they were doing social media posts, they were like reaching out to young people in their organizations and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, and then when I got involved, obviously I, I, I was emailing my TDs, I was calling a few of them, just trying to get them like, please support this as much as you can. Um, and then on the day of, um, a lot of young people went up to the doll to watch the debate. Um, I think there was a good 20 or 30 of us. Um, a lot of them were from the ISSU and then other organisations like the NYCI um, were like the main, like a lot of people in it. Um, and then obviously didn't pass that day. So then one of the senators invited us back to um, come to the Shannon debate when it was being debated again. So a lot of us went to that again as well. Um, it wasn't successful that time either, but um, like, you know, they're still going to put pressure on and it's like, it's not going away anytime soon. So there's going to be plenty more um, opportunities for us to get involved. Brilliant. Um, so say you had you were talking to a policymaker, like a TD, and you had to give them one reason as to why they should support the Vote at 16 campaign. What would that reason be? Um, oof, there's a lot of good reasons to see. Um, I suppose like this has been being campaigned for since 2009. Like if people didn't care about this issue, it would have went away like over a decade ago. But people care about this. Like even on the day of the debate, we saw that most people in that room were over 18. Like we weren't even the ones that the bill would affect, but we were still there because this is something that we believed in. Um, and we were saying like the reasons for that was because people who are like age 16 and 17, they can leave school, they can seek full time employment, they can do traineeships, apprenticeships, they can pay tax, they can join like youth sections of political parties. Um, I think some trade unions are open to them, but they can't vote. <laughs> 
like that's um like we expect them to be responsible for all like have like make the decision to take themselves out of school but we don't think that they're capable of like making a voting decision um like other countries have already extended the vote to 16 and 17 year olds and they have seen like greater political turnout they see more like engagement in democracy and stuff and, like it's been proven that the earlier that young people are involved in like politics the greater they will have to like keep like keep engaging with it throughout their life and like it's, it's never been easier for young people to engage in it like, like now with like subjects like csp politics um like they teach young people how our like system works and like it kind of teaches them their own values as well and what they want to like stand up for and believe in which like eventually leads them to political parity so like they know what they, they want but like we're just not giving them the platform to like say what they want I really like the idea with the kind of you know if people can leave school at 16 and get jobs and like they should have that right to vote as everybody else who does that kind of stuff mm. um so this was one question I just thought when I was making these questions up I thought this one was really good but could you see the voting age being lowered to 16 by the next general election which I believe is in 2025 um there was a lot of discussion on that you know when we went back to the Shannon um what we wanted to do then because um obviously the first bill didn't go through so they were talking about lowering it for like um mp elections and um general elections and stuff like that so we don't know it depends like well, after the like the vote 16 bill wasn't passed like we were talking to the minister who was in charge of it minister noonan um who was responsible for it and he was saying that like they have the support for it it was just that day that they didn't think that it was it was going to be really rushed so hopefully we're going to like, hopefully he'll keep to his word and that he'll try and push it forward again. So it could be possible by 2025. And I know that the pressure on it isn't going away. So like there will still be a focus on it. Um, it's just whether or not like everything is set, like set to go by 2025 or not. Um, I think that was the main issue at the time was just the time frame was too short that they did like, because it's such a big thing to like make a constitutional amendment that like you can't make any mistakes because it takes so much to change it back or like to fix it. So like, they just want to take their time with it, I suppose. Um, but yeah, hopefully by 2025. Hopefully. Um, as far as I know as well, isn't it for the European and local elections? It doesn't require a change to the constitution. Yeah, that was um, that was what the Shannon debate was about. Um, I think I have the one exact one here. Um, and but it was like it was the electoral reform bill which would have allowed i think it was the electoral commission to review the voting age in those elections and to bring it down then um that wasn't successful either but like it is still a possibility in the future and i think that would be a good first step to see how it goes like as a tester um and then we can see then about bringing it into like the rest of the elections hmm. yeah i think that'd be really good as well because was there not there was a citizens assembly a few years ago as well and there was something mm -hmm. they did a vote about it, it was a nice a good majority of them anyway wanted yeah, both 16 it was 80 percent of participants in that yeah. i think it was the 2018 citizens assembly that they yeah. wanted the voting age um to um be lowered to 16 in order to like enhance the like increase the voter turnout at the referendums because mm. like they knew like they seen the like statistics and stuff that like the lower you are like or the younger you are the more likely you are to engage in politics mm. And um, many people believe that the reason that 16 year olds don't have the right to vote is that they're not mature enough yet. What, how do you feel about that? What would you say to that? I say like, 
I think it's nonsense I mean I know myself like I like I've always been more I suppose like socially aware than most people um even from when I was like in first year in secondary school but like even through organizations like the NYCI and like the ISSU young people care about issues like they want to have their voice heard so like they're more than capable of voting in these elections especially with the subjects like I said earlier like the politics and um, society um classes and the CSB classes they're be like they have the information now meanwhile like with before these the classes didn't exist so yeah that was fair enough they didn't know what they were doing but now that these classes have been taught like there's no reason that they shouldn't be allowed to make these decisions especially when we like have the pressure on them to make decisions about staying in school um doing traineeships apprenticeships taxing them like if we're subjecting them to all of those decisions then like obviously they should be more than, than capable and responsible enough to like decide how they want to vote mm. Yeah, no, the, the idea that you just have to, if you're basing it on maturity, if you can vote or not, then there's probably a lot of adults who really shouldn't be voting. Or... I know plenty of adults in my own personal capacity who don't even know the difference between half the political parties. Like, like, like there's probably even 16 year olds who know more about like the political like sphere than they do, but like they can still vote. Like, yeah. um, like, just, like there's just, a lot of these excuses that people come up with like there's ways around them like they're like at the end of the day they're just excuses um like we've seen the change that young people can make so far um by being involved in using their voice um so yeah <laughs> i guess as well a lot of older politicians probably don't like the idea of vote at 16 it would probably negatively impact some of them and younger politicians might have a better you think left-wing politicians might benefit from it more than right-wing politicians I would from my own experiences anyway what I see with young people is they tend to be a lot more left-wing now so uh, yeah. politicians themselves like if there's a reason that the older generation was anti-reaching like these young people then they have to ask themselves why like it's not it's not as if young people are just writing off anyone over the age of 40 mm. it's their ideas and their values and their opinions that the young people are listening to and if like if if the older generations don't want to take our like values and opinions into consideration in the first place then how can they expect us to vote for them yeah like young people I really do think should have that right to vote and I would really hope that it does get changed because I know for myself anyway that at my age now I'd love to be able to vote when I'm 17 or 16 and like obviously I probably won't get to but it would still be great and even if I think for my younger sisters like for them to get to vote at 16 would be amazing too so hopefully something hopefully something will happen yeah I remember even in like I think I was in transition year when the presidential election was happening like that was the biggest topic in school at the time like everyone was like wondering if Michael T Higgins would get back in it at the time like like it was like the biggest conversation it wasn't even in CSB class it was like during lunchtime and stuff like that and we were all asking our teachers like what do you think about this and like it was just insane because I went to an all-girls school and like I didn't think that this would be the, like the prime like the prime lunchtime conversation but it was so like there is an interest in it mm. I definitely think as well that like if you ever go to like after the general elections when they're counting the votes in the halls like I've been going to them for years because that's something that like my family would be interested in but like I've seen loads of kids there I've met one time I was there I met one of my friends there and we had the, we had the ballot list and we were going around the place trying to find the politicians and talk to them like bear in mind we were like 12 or something like the interest is there it's 
Yeah, like even my own school was like a voting station, so they got the students to like help out and like like even if they were just serving tea or coffee or actually helping with the ballots and stuff, like loads of like students got involved even then because like obviously they couldn't actually vote themselves but they still wanted to see like, oh what happens at this? What is everyone saying? Like like I know as well that even I went to when like my primary school was a polling station as well. And I remember whenever there'd be an election referendum, anything happening, I would go to my parents when they were voting. Like I'd often see people I knew there when I was voting. Like kids, kids are interested in it. So it's a bit mad that like still 16 year olds can't have that right to vote. It's just, it, gets, it annoys me sometimes really. Yeah, I think if politicians actually went into schools and saw what the kids were talking about rather than just assuming, you know, what, what we're talking about and stuff and seeing how engaged we are, then they might change their opinions. But, you know, chances of that happening are slim to none. No, I don't think I've ever seen a politician come to any school that I've been near anyway. They don't, they don't yeah. seem to. Yeah, there's another thing that comes into it then as well. Like if you allow 16 and 17 year olds to vote, then schools might become a target of like political like campaigning and propaganda mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that was another thing that was brought up at the time so like they have they'd have to take precautions like ensure that like there aren't like a bajillion posters upside uh, like outside secondary schools and tvs just roaming the streets yeah i think it would be maybe a good idea if they ensure that like the csb curriculum was designed that 16 year olds would learn how to vote and they'd learn how to pick the political parties like that's probably already in the curriculum but you know but I know you're really pushing it. In 2018, um, so that was when I was doing my CSP. But like I remember, like they were just so abstract concepts to us at the time because like we hadn't any hands-on experience with it or like mm. anything. All it was in their book was just like this is the Shannon, this is the doll. Like they're different things, um, and then like it shows you how the constituencies work and like um like the transferable vote and stuff like that. But like we didn't like at the time like we didn't have anything else to like base this off of. It was just a textbook. So like you need to show people like there needs to be like more videos and stuff. You need to have people actually explain the concepts properly rather than just like like learning it again. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much, Ashling, for this. It's been great talking to you. Um, I I really appreciate you taking time out of your day as well. So thank you so much. So again, big thank you to Ashling for coming speak to speaking to me. It was we had a great chat and yeah, it was good. Um, so I think now is a really good time to take a look at what we as young people can do to get involved. As young people, one of the best things to do is email your local TDs, councillors and senators. When the bill concerning the 39th Amendment, which is the bill that is aiming to lower the voting age, was being debated in the Dáil, um, TD Joan Collins read a lecture she'd received from a young person named Erica. Erica's lecture gave reasons to lower the voting age to 16, but also encouraged Deputy Collins to support the bill. Young people are really well versed with social media, and we can use that medium to spread awareness of the Vote at 16 movement. I think another good way is that encouraging discussions in our classes. When we're in CSB classes, you know, talk about it, talk to your friends about the movement talk to your family talk to your parents talk to everybody we want really as many people to know about the vote at 16 movement i guess if the if enough people in the country support it the government are going to have to do something about it 
But it's now time to hear from our second guest, Leo Galvin. Leo's member of Youth Work Ireland's Youth Participation Panel, and let's hear what he has to say. Hello. Uh, my name is Leo, and thank you so much for inviting me onto this podcast, Youth Issues Explained. Um, as I've said, my name is Leo, um, Leo Galvin. I'm not the most qualified person to be speaking on this issue, full disclosure, uh, though I have had the, I can't say honour, but pleasure to work alongside some people who work a lot more on this issue than I do, and I've had the pleasure to work with them, and it's really been an amazing experience. Uh, I've spoken twice in the Arachthus on this very issue. I've created several projects on it surrounding the issue, and my experiences with Vote at 16 have been rather comprehensive, along with my understanding of what's going on has been, well, it was quite basic from the beginning, but as I've gone through the sort of journey of youth engagement, youth involvement in politics, I've slowly and steadily realized more and more that the voting age should be lowered. Now, I'd like to begin this sort of video recording thingy by saying that I very much am in support of Vote at 16, and I would like to make that clear from the beginning. I would also like to quote back to someone who I think is really quite amazing. Uh, this person's name is Mary. They are one of the directors on the board of Freuge, and they're a 16-year-old from County Cork, or sorry, a board member of Freuge. Their, this quote is taken from their speech, Young Voices Leaving No One Behind. Uh, it's a paragraph here, so it might take a moment, but this was more than a privilege to speak alongside Mary, and I think this does quite very well illustrate the issue that we're facing as young people today. When you're a young person, you're somewhat in this grey area of not being a child, but not being considered an adult either. We are deemed capable enough to make big decisions about our future, like what we want to spend the rest of our lives doing as a career. We cannot get jobs, or sorry, we can get jobs pay taxes and apply for a driving license. But on the other hand, we are not considered mature enough when it comes to other decisions that also affect our future, like who we want leading our country, or to have a say on how real issues that are really important to us are addressed, like the environment and climate action. Young people today live in this paradox, not understanding what role to play. I think this very well illustrates what young people have realized over time and why we have come to the point where we believe that the voting age should be reduced to 16. It's not that young people don't have an interest. We very much do, and that is what we're trying to show people. Young people have an interest, and we have shown as such over the last few years. You can see NGOs are out there, they're either supporting young people in stating we want the vote, 
or they are driven by young people to state that we want to be able to vote. Young people should have a voice in the laws that affect them. Right now, laws and the leaders that we have in our everyday lives are dictated by the older generation, people who won't see the effects of what they're voting for. And it might sound a bit bad, but they won't see those effects because they'll be dead by the time that those effects come into play. Whereas right now, if we lower the voting age to 16, young people will have the ability to voice their concerns and actually be listened to. The government will be forced to recognise that young people are now one of the majority stakeholders that they are answerable to. Young people will be seen as actually important because politicians have to rely on them for the vote. It's the same way that we can see it in Scotland. One of the case studies that the new Electoral Commission is looking at I'll illustrate this a little bit, but um, voter turnout in the EU is around about 50%, 51% on average. In the Scottish elections, when the voting age was brought down to 16 and 17 year olds, the turnout in that area was 75%, way higher than the standard population. And it was an incredible piece that just showed we young people are interested, we want to be involved. And it's because we are one of the most adaptable generations. We have lived through COVID, we have lived through several tragedies, but we're also one of the only generations that have grown up entirely in the hand of technology. We've had to adapt quickly to our environments and the technology and the constant content that we're receiving. The case study of Scotland shows that young people have matured quickly and that we've gone straight into civic and political education, either by educating ourselves or asking others to help educate us. Young people do have an interest. And it's clear to see that their government already recognizes that young people are responsible enough. We're responsible enough to pay taxes drive a tractor, leave school early, and even get a job at 16. So the government does recognize this. However, they don't believe that we have the vote quite yet. And that's where young people are coming in and saying, we want our voices heard on our issues that are important to us. Some people might say, young people at 16 and 17 are easily succumbing to peer pressure or parental influence. And to that, I might say, that doesn't change when you turn 18. It's a matter of adapting quickly to your environment and learning to think independently from your parents or think independently from your friends. And that'll have to be done through education. And to drive that through properly, you need to have young people in the trenches, if you will, fighting for that to happen and for that you need to motivate them to get there and for all of that to happen you need to start off somewhere and that's by lowering the voting age which will force curriculums to change and actually recognize civic and political education as something really important to do from a young age and that's why vote at 16 is important thomas pringle's bill at least in the current news is really quite influential. We're really looking forward to that coming through. It was stalled, not totally, 
but it was stalled so an electoral commission could be formed. This commission's job is to basically look and see at other countries, Scotland mainly, that when the voting age is lowered, what happens? Is it beneficial? Is it negative? How would it work in Ireland? And it's basically to look and see if it would be proper to bring this sort of proposal forward and bring it into a referendum, which I believe is what it'll come to. And there we go. Um, thank you for listening to me. And I hope you can continue listening to this podcast. Um, I do hope to look forward to it myself. But um, there we go. Thank you. Thank you so much for that brilliant piece, Leo. I think you've brought up some great points and you make a really good argument for vote at 16. So to sum up what's been said today, young people do need to be given the right to vote at 16. I think it'll benefit society by increasing political participation, which has always been quite a hot topic in Ireland and across Europe in general. In the 2020 general election, about 62% of the eligible population turned out to vote, and in the 2018 abortion referendum, 66% of eligible voters voted. These numbers, out of, you think, all the eligible adults in Ireland, they're not brilliant. Even listen to what Leo's after saying, in places where the the voting age has been lowered to 16 the political participation has really increased, the voting levels have gone up and young people want to vote. We want to exercise our rights. We want to have that participation in society. People of all ages should be allowed to be involved in politics. They should be allowed to be involved in their society. They should be allowed to be involved in creating the laws that will impact them and their families for generations to come. I want to be involved in deciding what people will represent me when I'm older. I want the right people to represent me when I'm older. I want people that represent my beliefs and my values, but I want people that represent the beliefs and values of my friends, no matter what they are. Everybody deserves to be represented in today's society. Everybody deserves to have their voice heard. Everybody deserves to have somebody who wants the best for them. I guess if you look at it as well, young people do have that maturity required to vote. Many of us already enjoy politics. We enjoy our CSB classes. We talk about politics with our friends. We want a way to be involved. It's really hard to get involved in politics when you can't vote. You know, you think for adults, they do their voting when the referendums or the general elections come up. They tick box, write some numbers, that's it, they're done participation in politics younger people it's it's hard for us it's something we have to think about you know we see the posters we see the ads around politics during elections and referendums but why like you'll see them sometimes coming up on your social media pages why do i see them i can't vote it doesn't matter to me what i see like who cares if i see an ad for some td on my facebook like I can't vote for you. Why are you showing me this ad? We're mature enough to vote. You know, if you're going to show the political advertising to us, let us vote. Um, If you're voting it, if you're basing somebody's ability to vote off their maturity levels, 
then how many of the people who are so-called eligible voters are mature enough or know enough about the political system to vote? Do a test on every single eligible voter in the country. See how mature they are. See how much they actually know about the political system. Do they know how their vote is counted? Have any of these people ever been to see the votes being counted? You know, I just don't get it. Why can't we vote? What, What is so different between a 16 and an 18 year old? I guess there has to be a cutoff point somewhere, but I don't think 18 it should be the cutoff point. I don't think it makes sense. But thank you for listening to the first episode of the Youth Issues Explained podcast. And I've been your host, Erin. I hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Youth Issues Explained. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts.